0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Talks Everybody, with me, your host, Jackson Stone. Today's date is January 5th, 2022. That's the date I'm recording this episode. It will drop when you listen to it, which is every Tuesday, but this specific episode, which is episode 79 of Jackson Talks Everybody, will drop on January 18th, 2022. And that's important to note because I'm gonna hop right in to the subject that I'm talking about today, which is the goals, resolutions, and intentions. Kind of all three of those. It'll take me maybe, I don't know, 15-20 minutes, depending on how much I talk about it. And then at the at the back end of this episode, uh, we'll do some housekeeping stuff, talk about some things I have coming up, some things you should check out. But for the meat and this bone, for the meat and bones of this episode, we're gonna hop right in. That's why I started off with a date. So when you listen to this will be in at least the third week of January, which is awesome. We're in the third week of 2022, a brand new year, hopefully filled with hope and love and honesty and peace. Um, But inevitably also, 2022 will be filled with setbacks, failures, rejection, heartbreak, loss, Resentment, anger, all of these things, right? Every day that we live is a miracle and a mystery, and we can take that mindset heading into 2022. But another thing that happens very regularly and kind of aggressively um, when we hit December of the previous year and go into January of the new year is everyone's talking about their goals, their resolutions, their dreams, their intentions, things they want to work on, habits they want to form, all of these things. And that's amazing because we have to take responsibility for our lives. We have to put meaning and value into our lives. And we do that by aiming at things that are important to us. Having a North Star, having responsibility and accountability for our lives and aiming at those things each and every day. But our culture... somewhat is about the instant gratification, the quick win, the hack, right? And that doesn't work if you are actually trying to implement long-term sustainable change into your life. And so we kind of have this cultural construct of being pressured to come up with these amazing goals. I said this in a previous episode, the one with Sam Pack, which was episode 78, which is a brilliant episode. We kind of go over some seven to eight kind of phrases, guides that that you might live by that might resonate with you. And I said this in one of the episodes and I'm going to say a few things that I said there in that episode here about inaction and action and consequences and things of that nature that relate to goals, specifically intentions and resolutions um, and how to implement that into your life. But I said this and and our culture really kind of pressures us that this is the way we should think. Like we we highly, highly overestimate what we can do in one year and we completely underestimate what we can do in three to five. And that's a huge mindset shift to figure out when you're implementing these goals and resolutions and intentions. Long-term change is long-term. It ta- It's a long-term investment. It'll, it does not take two weeks three weeks into January, into 2022 to have a brand new life. When people talk about at the end of the year that they had a big year, that big year that they had was a culmination of four to five years of hard work, some shit, some grind, some graft, all the way to lead up to their big year. It didn't just happen in the year that it happened. It was a culmination of a lot of little, small victories along the way which aren't so little and small which led them to the big year right and so if 2021 was a year where you just survived you got through the year because it was tough it was hard that is still an impressive amazing accomplishment that you should be proud of but you're built for more you can be more you are meant for more i believe that to be true and so maybe 2021 was the year that you just survived and that's beautiful because you're still alive you still have breath you still have time you still have something left to give and that's a lot i feel like you have so much untapped potential in you and 2022 could be the start of this three to five year plan where you eventually lead to where you wanna be, where you end up, where you wanna be, or you end up somewhere in the vicinity of where you wanted to be or where you intended to be. So this could be the start of something amazing. So that's how you have to look more at goals. Whether it's a fitness journey, whether it's a financial goal, whether it's a job-related goal, a family goal, a relationship goal, all of these have to be in the mindset of long-term I'm starting now. Today is day one. My life won't be completely different on day 30 or day 60, but it may be completely different on day 400, on day 500, 600. That's how you have to think about it because all of those days in between are so unpredictable. Like I said, life is a miracle and a mystery at the same time. So we don't know what each day has for us. But we know if we're setting the right intentions, having somewhat of a plan of action to attack the day and attack one specific thing at a time that we're trying to accomplish that will lead us eventually to our North Star, if we have that kind of aim and exact and complete ownership and responsibility over our lives, then we will end up closer to where we want to be, right? And so... A big thing for this year is is you have to, you you don't have to, well, you don't have to do anything, but I highly recommend is you get a journal. You get a journal. You gotta start writing things down daily, okay? Gratitude journal. It's scientifically proven that it'll make you 20% happier. I don't know. What other knowledge or information do you need about that? Be a researcher of the good, but Specifically, we want to journal where our life could be and where we want our life to be. Okay, so there's two quick questions that you need to ask yourself and answer right away. One is, what do I know I should be doing every day that I'm not doing that will exponentially make my life better? What do I know I should... I don't like to use the word should that often because you're shoulding on yourself, um, but... In this instance, it's okay because there are things that we should be doing every single day that we know we're not doing that would make our life better. What's that one thing for you? Write it down, circle it, that's a big thing. Because you've been thinking about it a lot if it comes to you right away, you've been thinking about it a lot, you know that you need to do this, and if you really just implement this into your life, your life will get exponentially better, okay? One, under that we're writing kind of on the opposite framework is what is one thing that we stop doing consistently, if we stop doing this one thing consistently, it will make my life exponentially better. Okay, so now you have two things written down. So now you have goalposts, right? You have goalposts for two things that you can work on about implementing every day one thing and then stop doing every day, right? So you're, you're building and deleting a habit at the same time with just one thing. Right, you have to meticulously and diligently and ferociously follow through on one thing at a time. You can't attack your whole entire life at once, it's too big, it's too overwhelming. It'll, it's just too overwhelming. You have to pick one specific action and habit and behavior that you want to attack. What's your intention with that, and then follow it all the way through, and then pick something else because now you know. Now you have a game plan. Now you know what you can do, what you can't do, where your inadequacies lie and where you need to do more and be more and have more or whatever the case may be is, right? So here we're just going to build a framework. This is how you're going to think about it, right? Answer those two questions. The only way you can answer those two questions is by one, taking an extremely honest look at your life. An extremely honest, honest look at your life. Where exactly are in your life? How are your relationships? What's your job, family, friends, social connection, all those things. An honest look at your life and where you currently are. <clears throat> and then underneath that, right where you want your life to be in three to five years. Okay. So now you have those two. You have a beginning and you have an end. So now you have to find all the little actions, all the little actions, and all the little goals and behaviors and things you will do along the way to reach where you wanna be in three to five years, not next week, not in March, not in April, in three to five years. This is a long-term investment in you and your best version of yourself in whatever domain that exists in. Excuse me. Get your greens in. Okay. So for a a very broad goal, okay, a very broad goal, you wanna get your life in order. Okay, it's a very broad goal. You should have more specific goals written down that are more tailored to your life and what you want to do, and what you want to accomplish, and where you want to be, whether those are task-oriented goals, whether those are process-oriented goals, which is the most important. You want to focus really on the process, and not on the outcome, but you're going to have some outcome-based goals, because you want to be doing this, or making this, right? But that end goal or that outcome goal is not what gives you fulfillment, it's not what gives you purpose, it's the whole process of trying to get there, because you never actually get there, our ideals and our values and our personal philosophies are guideposts, okay, they're guideposts. They're leading us to live a better life and helping us move towards being the best version of ourselves on a consistent basis. And so, you want to really focus on the process-based goals. Process-based goals: How I'm showing up every day. What are my intentions? Am I showing? Are my values lining up with my actions? Am I treating people well? Right. All of these things are process-based goals. But you can have an outcome-based goal, kind of your north star, something you're really aiming at three to five years, where you want your life to be. Right, so you want to get specific, right, with daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals, right, the high, hard goals, and then the massive transformative purpose, which is where you kind of want to be in maybe 10 to 12 years. But all this is leading up to something, right? It's giving you more meaning, responsibility, it's giving you aim and purpose in your life. And so, a very general thing say you want to get your life in order. Well, you get your life in order by first cleaning your room. You clean your room. What if your room is a mess? Your room is a complete mess. Okay, you start with one drawer. What if one drawer is too daunting? You start with one piece of clothing. You find where you wanna be and you strategically reduce down that goal until you find a step towards that goal that you will actually do. And you may think, well, that's really pathetic that I can't even clean one drawer. It's not pathetic. It might be might deem embarrassing, right? But you have to humble yourself. That's where the first step is taking a completely honest look at our life. Completely honest. Inadequacies Inadequacies and all. What we're good at, bad at, what we need more of, less of, what we're not doing, what we need to stop doing, what we need to continue doing. Everything. Completely honest look. Then we have the aim of where do you want our life to be at three to five years and then we reduce that down to the smallest step that we will actually take the smallest step if your goal is to lose 150 pounds that's going to take a long time so the smallest step that you can reach down and do at this very moment is go to the gym twice a week Okay, whatever that may be, right? Whatever that smallest step is that you will actually commit to every single day. I will eat less sugar. All right, whatever that goal is, you have to reduce it down. And it's not embarrassing, it's not pathetic, it's not humiliating, it's what works for you and that's most important. Because the journey is about you. You're competing with who you were yesterday and who you might be tomorrow, not what somebody's posting on social media or Instagram. And so this is about you and your life and where you want to be and what goals and intentions you have for your life and how you want to show up every day as the best version of yourself. And if you have to reduce it down to the smallest possible thing that you would do, like cleaning one drawer in your room, do that. Or it's a commitment to making your bed every single day. And then you build from there. Okay, now you've cleaned your whole room. Now you've cleaned your car. Now you've cleaned your house. Okay, now your house is in order. Where do we go to next? Okay, maybe I want to focus on my health. Maybe I want to focus on my nutrition. Maybe I want to focus on going to the gym every day. Maybe I want to focus on the relationship with my intimate partner. Maybe I want to focus on my friendship. Maybe I want to focus on repairing the relationship I have with my dad because I don't know how much time left I'm going to have with him. All of these things are goals and things you want to aim at. Maybe you want to get a new job. Maybe for the last five years you've been sick of your job. You're burned out. There's a values conflict. There's insufficient reward. You're being overworked, right? All of these things can cause burnout, but you're just finally sick of it. Okay, you're making a commitment now to find a new job. That takes a long time. It takes a long time. Just like getting your your house in order, getting a new job, you have to reduce it down to the smallest amount possible. Okay, first, let me look at my resume. What's my resume say? Where are the holes in my resume? What do I need to update? Do I need to go back and get some classes done? Do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? Okay, now I got it. Am I ready for the interview process? What's the interview process like? Am I ready to be rejected 499 times? And then the one maybe three to five years after sending um, you know, 30 plus resumes every single week or, and then doing interviews and getting rejected and then still having to work in my other job because I needed need to pay, like all of these things, right? but you can do it that's what that's what it that's what it is right because yes the thing you are afraid of is frightening the thing you are afraid of is frightening but you're way tougher than you think especially if you take these huge goals that you have which are beautiful and you can accomplish them but you have to reduce them down small enough where you can actually take a step forward with them and then you accomplish that you knock it off you follow it all the way through you follow these things all the way through until you've actually reached that goal. Till so you've got that new job three de- three years down the line, <clears throat> you got the salary you wanted, right? Or you finally got your house and your health and your mental health in order. Whatever the case may be, is that's what you're aiming at. That's taking extreme ownership of your life, having responsibility for how you show up in the world because how you show up in the world deeply affects the entire world. It affects the people around you. It affects everyone because there's a chain of events and we're all connected. We're all connected. So how you show up is wildly important. That's why you're not alone. That's why you matter so deeply because you're connected to everyone else. So if you start showing up as the best version of yourself, and that gives other people permission to do the same, and then it's a domino effect and everyone is showing up (coughs) as the best version of themselves, aiming at something that's valuable to them, aiming at something that's meaningful to them and taking responsibility for their actions and their choices. So, so I want to leave you <clears throat> with this question. Well, it's not really a question, but it's more of a statement. It's more of a statement. There's consequences to everything. Consequences can be good or bad. But there's consequences to everything. And you have to think about when you're looking at this really hard goal that's reachable and manageable. You can't do it, but you're looking at it. You're a little afraid. You're scared. You're scared that you might fail. You're scared that people might laugh at you because it's embarrassing or pathetic to start out this spot and this point in your life you shouldn't be doing this concept, whatever, right? Your your fear of other people's opinions is holding you back from chasing after what you truly want. And what you truly want is some more meaning and purpose and fulfillment in your life. And that comes with the process of going after something, with the process of going after something and then aiming at that high, hard goal, right? And so is the consequence of inaction greater than the consequence of action? So if you choose to do nothing, and stay in the same job spot position that you're in right now feeling the way that you're feeling the consequences of that inaction are they greater or less than the consequences of action yes the action will be so hard extremely hard you're gonna have to pivot and adjust and probably get some help along the way because asking for help is a sign of strength people are more than willing to help you're gonna have to pivot and adjust and, and regroup and redo a plan and probably get some things back in order and do all of these things and there's going to be setbacks. There's going to be people who think that you don't know what you're doing but you're still aiming at this one thing that means something to you and picking up all this knowledge and these lessons along the way and gaining, gaining, gaining more responsibility for your own life. That's the cons- that might be the consequence of action But the greatest consequence of action is achieving what you want and having your life be where you want it to be and ending up in the spot that you knew was possible for you because you have so much untapped potential inside of you that is dormant, waiting to be used and utilized in this world because your greatest gift is being of service to others, using your gift as a service to others. And that gift is there inside of you. You know what it is. You've been curious about it for a long, long time. You think about it often but you're you're afraid, you're afraid. And that's okay, because what you're afraid of is frightening, but you are tougher than you think. You are tougher than you think. And so the consequences of inaction are far greater than the consequences of action. Because in action, you will see how resilient and tough and gritty you are. You'll see what you can accomplish by following through on the things that you say that you're gonna do, by following through, by committing, deleting and deleting habits and building new habits consistently over time and a long-term investment in your overall wellness is the greatest thing that you can invest in so the consequence of action the consequence of action is you finally recognizing your unbelievable potential in this life so that's how i want you to think about it about goals or resolutions or intentions get a journal start writing down these things. Go back through this episode and write down the things I talk about. It's one day, one step, one moment at a time is how you achieve goals. Because they're long-term, sustainable long-term growth takes a long time. And so you have to flip the switch in your mind to commit to that. And then you'll see the beautiful, beautiful, unbelievable Positive consequences to your action to you stepping in to the zone and Deciding to take ownership over where you want to be over your life and over how you want to show up in this world for yourself And for others and so you can share your gift With others in service to others so we can make this world a better place That's it do that for me at least try And if you need help If you need more guidance, if you need more tips, if you need a coach, anything, DM me. Go to my website, jacksonstone.net. Fill out the contact form. Sign up on Patreon. We can meet one-on-one. I can help you. You are capable and remarkable and capable of so many fucking brilliant things. I truly, 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 truly believe that. Okay? This episode... This information was just a snippet of some of the information that I've been gathering and learning over the last few years. Again, I can help you. I can coach you through this um, information. More information about that is on my website. And uh, just, yeah, get a journal and start getting after it because you can do it. So that's the meat and bones of the episode. Let me circle back to some housekeeping information. Again, uh, this episode will drop in the third week of January which I drop episodes every single Tuesday. Excuse me, this is the third episode that I've dropped of 2022, episode 79, which means that uh, tickets for my fundraiser, for my You Are Loved fundraiser, You Are Loved is a mental health nonprofit organization that I'm the CEO and founder of. And we are running our first fundraising event on March 10th. um, And tickets went on sale January 6th. Um, if you live close or near Den, Texas, and you would like to attend that event, please do. If you can't attend, donations are available on the website or in Venmo. If you just go to You Are Loved life on Venmo or URLovedlife.com, there's a donations tab. <clears throat> so that's You Are Loved. And again, I talked about some of the coaching things. So I'm a certified mental performance coach, certified mindset coach, certified life coach. Um, mindfulness instructor I've taken yeah anyways so all that stuff is available um, either through patreon or through jacksonstone.net um, and then I do athletes athlete driven mindset programs via champions adjust and you can head over there as well um, that's really all I got if you're a brand new listener hope you enjoyed that episode you can check out uh, all other 78 episodes. I really, really like the one I did last week with Sam. He's a brilliant guy, one of my closest friends. I'll most likely be doing another solo episode after this one. Um, and it's dropping, you know, what I'm studying, what I'm learning, what's resonating with me, and then hopefully bringing on some really cool guests as well this year um, and enhancing and growing this community on Jackson Talks, everybody, giving you guys the best information that I can possibly muster through the courses that I'm doing, the lectures that I'm reading, the conferences that I'm going to, the books that I'm reading, the podcasts that I'm listening to. I did put up a Jackson Stone reading list on jacksontalkseverybody.com so you can see what books have been the most important and impactful in my journey to learning all of this information. And so that's been really cool. Um, But thank you for listening. Please subscribe to uh, Patreon patreon.com backslash jacksonstone or subscribe to the newsletter, which is at jacksonstone.net. You'll get an email with this podcast every Tuesday and you'll get Random Stuff Friday newsletter which drops every Friday. Again, thank you for listening. I hope this finds you really well. I hope this motivated you and got you a little bit fired up because I got fired up talking about it. And again, if you have any more questions, comments, concerns about it, please reach out. i would love to help you deeper. Um, Thank you so much and we'll see you next time.